0: Hello, everybody. My name is Curtis. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm your host. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing?
1: Pretty good. Doing,
2: yeah, doing good. It's yeah. um, a fun weekend this made. Doing yeah. Doing both these movies back to back. It's just it very interesting and very original <laughs> in, in, yeah. in many different ways.
0: We're, we're doing a double feature of the Maniac Cop movies. Arguably the best two Maniac Cop movies. I was talking off air about the third one, which I do have some reverence for. But I, I, the one and two are the ones that I think most... You, you would tell people, like, watch those. And if you like mm-hmm. those, you'll probably be able to at least tolerate three. Maybe even like it. But, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch with the third film. Um but, yeah, Maniac Cop, a very underrated horror movie franchise, I think, in my opinion. Because, like, when you look at who's in the movie and, like, how it blends action and horror so well, I don't know. I just, like, like, like these movies don't get the love they should. And I think we need a new Maniac Cop movie, considering all the, like, Black Lives Matter movement. Like,
2: I don't know. I think if anything, Isn't this movie... is there one in development? Maybe. Probably. I think probably. there is. I think there is.
0: Um, i would love a maniac cop remake i feel like nowadays it would be so you know like nowadays with body cameras and stuff like you could do a remake of maniac cop and it would be like even more timely than it was when it first came out oh yeah, apparently the director nicholas winning Refn. Ooh, i would
2: and ed brubaker writing it so so it's a it's the same team that did um that miles teller um uh, Prime series, uh, only uh, too, too young to die, or too old to die, or something like that. Okay, so yeah.
0: uh, it's announced by deadline, so this is official. Although, this was 2019, so who knows yeah. where it's at now, but man,
2: yeah. No cast, just uh, creative creative team.
0: Probably tells Ooh. me it's probably dead, unfortunately. Cause oh, I hope not. I would love a Maniac Cop. Movie, series, whatever. Just give me more Maniac Cop. Yeah, right? Um, but yeah. Uh, well, let's, uh, we're going to talk about the first Maniac Cop, and then the next episode we'll talk about the second, but the first movie, the official summary, two New York policemen and a policewoman search for a killer in uniform who should be dead. Yeah. And throughout this movie, people are constantly like, Cardell's dead, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are hey, you sure? Did you really, really check in on that?
1: Um, there, there is part of me throughout this whole movie that kept second guessing myself being like wait is, is this going to be like Fight Club and Bruce Campbell is going to turn out to be Maniac Cop at the end <laughs> oh. but then obviously that didn't end up happening but that would have been no. really cool too I think
2: and, yes. and that was like the most transparent red herring
1: mm-hmm. of
2: like well Jack's a tall guy and it's just like well like the frames are completely different like like if it did turn out to be Jack it wouldn't logistically makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but I feel like that would still fit with Maniac oh, Cop Oh, for sure.
2: <laughs> they, they would have just gone with it, because they do just kind of roll with a lot in this one, but as far as a viewer, or or as far as the film aging, you'd be like, no, nah, that doesn't fucking work. Like, the audience, it would just be cheap to the audience, right?
1: Mm, mm. Yeah. There was also a part of me, we're not at Maniac Cop 2 yet, but there was another <laughs> part of me that thought um bruce campbell was gonna come back as like you know maniac cop's enemy like like kind of how maniac cop dies and then comes back as this like brutal killer like Mm -hmm. wouldn't it have been cool if bruce campbell came back and then they had like an epic cop versus cop battle anyways that's just my mind going crazy with plot (laughs) threads but yeah i just miss bruce campbell that's all
2: yeah they kind of fucked that up in the second one Mm mm-hmm We'll get to was, that, but I think he
0: was going through a divorce at the time. He's he like, was. I don't, I don't want to he do was. any maniac cops.
2: Like, yeah, no, he he was, and I'll I'll actually I'll, I'll tell the the story uh, what I read uh, when we get to that episode.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, when was the first time you all watched Maniac Cop?
2: Oh God, I watched it years and years and years ago, but I didn't i don't feel like i really retained anything aside from just robert zadar being lit from the back in the alleyway for the uh when uh, he's he's uh about to choke that undercover officer mm-hmm. the one that uh, bruce gamble's messing around with yeah. um that scene i remember really well but i just didn't retain anything else so kind of re-watching it this time um it's super as far as a lustig movie goes it's so tame like it's really tame yeah I think, um
0: like the second movie is so much more like in line with lustig's like sensibilities mm-hmm. and stuff this one yeah you could tell they were playing it a little safer
2: yeah they wanted to go commercial i it feels like they wanted this to be a bigger success and less of a dirty underground film like maniac was yeah and um it, it's i i feel like this the movie's kind of a blast like it, it it's it's That campy, dirty New York, um, like, gritty thriller, Um, and I enjoy it on that level for sure. And it's really funny because they only got to shoot in New York for, like, three days or something like that, and the rest of it was places doubling for New York. So that really makes me laugh because it does feel like a quintessential New York film, especially that opening scene.
0: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I know the scene where at the end where they drive the uh van off the pier. That was actually in like L.A. or something like that. So, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, which but. is the fucking in the gnarliest stunt I've seen. Oh, Just yeah. to see Bruce Campbell stunt double like roll off and kind of like do this like backflip into the water. Like if he didn't time that, if he timed that worse by like in a couple seconds, he would have been crushed by the truck in the yeah. water. 100%. Jesus, like it's a fucking nutty scene. Like I, it feels like almost like illegal. Like they didn't <laughs> do it right. Yeah, but who knows? Like I, I don't know the behind the scenes on that one. But it's just, it's an intense scene.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Taylor, how about you? When did you you watch Maniac Cop?
1: Uh, I definitely watched this for the podcast, so fairly <laughs> recently. Um, nice. it was a good time. I still feel like. I I can't tell, because I know that this is going to be a question at some point, probably maybe in the next episode, I can't tell which one I like more between Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop 2, because mm. I feel like this one, I was able to follow the plot a little more, whereas the second one, I was more in it for, oh my god, he's fucking on fire and killing people and just running around this PlayStation <laughs> right now.
0: Um Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see I'm gonna see how how our our episode goes this time and see if I can suss my feelings out on the first one here. Cause I f- I feel like yeah, kind of like the the kills weren't super over the top. There were definitely some good ones that I was like, dang, he this guy's got some the maniac cop's got some issues. He's working out with these killings, that's for sure. Um, but it wasn't quite as over the top and and fun as the second one. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah definitely i do feel like um the second movie is a lot more insane and the kills really get up in the second movie the first movie it's it seems more dedicated to the mystery of it all you know like Mm -hmm. what's who's the maniac cop what's going on what you know maybe it's bruce Campbell. which after you've seen this movie and you're watching that you're like it's not that exciting of a plot thread. Like it's it's okay, no. but it's like you know it's not Bruce Campbell after you've seen this movie, and you're just like, mm-hmm. you're just watching everyone be like, what if it's Bruce Campbell? You're like, I, I, I know it's not.
2: <laughs> well, especially in how dorky the reveal is. Yeah. Like once you find out, you're like, oh, it's an undead good cop. He <laughs> got, yeah. you know, who, who looks like a special effect, which is funny because Robert Zadara was a real Chicago police officer before.
0: Yeah, oh, Can you imagine
2: cool. that jaw. Like it, it's funny because both him and Bruce Campbell were known as the chin, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that Zadar has Bruce like beat because it's like the chin and jawline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: it's menacing, very menacing.
2: It's fucking insane. There's no other. There's no other role that Zadar could play besides like this kind of like henchman or 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 murderous. Cop thing, like he he had to be typecast for his entire career for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, let's get to our emails. Atesh says, "Never seen before. Seemed almost more like an action movie than a horror movie, but so freaking good. I mean, yeah, it's definitely got yeah action elements, but you know, you can have your horror I, too.
2: It's an action thriller for sure. I yeah. I I don't." I, I mean just in the fact that that it's a slasher film at its heart like that's what it wants to be but it's just it's it's portrayed as as a, a multiple like many different genre things yeah um and some shine uh brighter and the horror is a little dim on this one for sure i would agree with that
0: yeah it's it's got its horror kind of slasher elements but yeah it's i think because the kills are a little tame that's kind of why like you know those moments Mm -hmm. don't stick with you nearly as much as they could if it was like a full-blown like horror movie with kills.
2: don't you don't weren't you feeling the vibes of maniac when um that first where the the um the second kill happens with the the guy and the girl that are stopped at the stoplight yeah there's so like i almost expected that woman to get her her head to explode mm-hmm. from a shotgun blast in like maniac style like it does have that vibe to it um but yeah it, it does feel quite tame like it it's almost um cuz there was like a few other movies that came out roughly around the same time like Vice Squad and stuff like that they are they're tinged with horror but i i think that the the realism um I mean, for the large part, the maniac cops until you find out that he's, like, an undead cop. Mm -hmm. Um, The realism keeps it from being... from crossing that line into horror.
0: Yeah. 100%. Uh, Dylan says, this movie is like the Canadian Olympic hockey team of horror uh, movie actors. Fucking awesome. There is a lot of recognizable faces in this, which I think helps.
2: Well, I mean... Tom Adkins, uh Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh Richard Roundtree for like a really quick uh cameo almost. And then he gets killed off screen. Mm. I think they, they mentioned the commissioner gets killed. I think he um, gets
0: killed like but you see it through like a door a little bit, yeah. but like not much.
2: Yeah. Um, which is I okay, Richard Roundtree's one dialogue scene with Tom Adkins is fucking that shit, because yeah. Tom Adkins is coming in and saying that you know we have we we have there's this killer out there probably, could be a cop. He's the reason it could be a suicidal cop. And then the, the commissioner turns and goes, "Hey, weren't you suicidal at one time? Hey, weren't you? Why don't you smile more?" It's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on?
0: I mean, we also get Sam Raimi in a blink and you miss it moment.
2: Yeah, as a as a street reporter. Yeah, which love. Yeah. That.
0: But, uh, yeah, and even, um, like, some of the other actors and actresses that show up, like, yeah, it's it's a relatively, like, cast of people that you would know. Like, I, Maureen Landon, I don't think she's been in nearly as much nowadays, but, like, yeah, she was in the Maniac Cop movies and a few other things. I know she's been in some other horror movies. Maybe, I don't think nearly as good as Maniac Cop, but. The a Cop might be her, her <laughs> crying achievement for horror, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, best line in this movie. Anyone got a favorite quote?
1: I I laughed when uh, Tom Atkins is at the bar with the other cop, and the, the other cop goes, And you're a cop! And Tom Atkins goes, Fucking am a cop. What the fuck are you? And the other cop goes, "Fuck you!" And then the scene just ends there. Yeah. That made me laugh a lot.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Tom Atkins obviously great, uh, great actor, and uh, yeah, he has like a line in this where he says, "Look at the size of the of those hematomas."
2: I just oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because it, it, it's really funny because he's the only person that seems to be. Actually addressing the real um, evidence. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just kind of like, especially that. Um, what's his name? The um, essentially, it's not his partner because he's basically refused to take partners on ever since the death of his partner. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other guy that's in the morgue with him that ends up, that has another morgue scene in Maniac Cop Two. Uh, out of nowhere, I'm like, why the fuck is he back? Okay, um, <laughs> but like they're they're basically they want to put those two uh those two thugs away for the for the killing of, of that woman and they're and basically like the morganton says like the the way like basically they held this woman up in the air until her head popped until like the neck popped up like there's no way that these guys could have done it but they're just like ah well we got the evidence let's put them away and you're like wait what
0: yeah
1: yeah stereotypical horror movie cops just useless well,
2: I mean, and and let us let, face it, reality, cops as well. <laughs> if they if you have an easy out, and you can close an investigation, you're going to with the most minimal evidence that you can. Yeah,
1: yeah. This this movie really uh, doesn't seem. I mean, honestly, a lot of horror movies I've noticed there's a theme of not liking cops very much. But there's it in that bar scene again with Tom Atkins. There's a, a bunch of it's like people being interviewed on the TV in the bar, and they're mm-hmm. all talking about, oh yeah, cops. They're they don't care. They're thugs. They just want to kill people. Like it's it's interesting the way that everything is framed, other than like obviously the main characters like Tom Atkinson and Bruce Campbell. They're they're the good guys. Yeah. Um, which also just makes me so sad that they don't they don't last very long. But no. Oh well. Oh well.
2: well and you know what's, what's really funny is that they. The cop, like, as soon as this stuff starts happening, and they describe that the, because they have an eyewitness now by this point, that the the woman is identified as a cop in a full, um, the full like distinct the um ceremonial cop outfit and everything that mm. that is doing this. So then, like, what a couple scenes after it, when that lady gets when that lady's car is 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 busted and she's trying to start it up, and that cop pulls comes up behind her, and she shoots him. Like, yeah. Why the fuck would you dress in your dress blues then? Yeah. Like wouldn't there like wouldn't you do your, your beat cop clothes?
0: Yeah.
2: to no. differentiate yourself from this apparent massive hulking killer that's going around? Like Buddy <laughs> You kind of killed yourself.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah. Definitely there's some a little bit of baffling moments in this movie. And I think uh Who's the writer on this, I want to say it was um Larry,
2: Larry Cohen, yeah, that's it. Larry, Larry Cohen was the guy, yep, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I like him generally as a writer, but I think he's got a few little little spots. He, he, he
2: takes shortcuts, go. uh, yeah. we've seen it in multiple films, like we definitely saw it even in the stuff he took. He takes shortcuts. I mean, Q the Winged Serpent is nothing but shortcuts,
1: yeah. <laughs> um yeah. That movie's a, a, a couple different things, that's for sure. No,
2: It's about to celebrate its 40th anniversary, too.
1: Dang.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it? <laughs> yeah. It was uh, barely a movie.
2: Uh, Michael Moriarty just jamming out in the piano. Cause why? Because why not? We need to kill about five, ten minutes, so let's do it.
1: Oh, we should have had a piano scene in this one, too. That would have been great.
2: Oh, hard. yeah, and it's just Michael Moriarty in the background. <laughs> yeah. just jamming up playing some jazz
1: well while uh maniac cop just goes crazy crashes yeah, exactly. doors and shit. it's just a
2: montage
1: oh that'd be great
2: yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> i just remembered something I, i'm so excited for episode two because we get to talk about the maniac cop rap
0: <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's <laughs> That we
2: should them. almost end the episode. Like I don't even like. It, I don't know oh. if we get in trouble for copyright infringement, Kurt. But you should play that that song on the episode. I,
1: that would you, be amazing.
2: I'm not opposed to it. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I mean,
0: you know, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness, right? There so. we go. There we go. If it gets pulled, it gets pulled.
2: But come on. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: But yeah, uh, I would easily say Maniac Cop 2 is a 10 out of 10, if anything, just for the Maniac Cop rap, so, um, yeah. Okay, uh, let's see, we've also got best performance, this one might be tough, because there are some pretty good performances in this. Um, I guess for me it's between Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell.
1: Mm -hmm. i i almost want to say tom atkins just because i feel i feel sad that his cop career ended in the first film and he could have carried on to maniac cop too but he was dead so yep, rip rip tom atkins
0: yeah i do feel like this is probably the most restoring we've ever seen tom atkins i mean this is a guy whose career consisted of like stuff like halloween And um, Night of the Creeps and stuff like this. Like, this he's like, he's mostly just playing like a very subdued role, which felt very weird. He's
2: always playing somebody with damage,
1: yeah.
2: Mm. It's always got some sort of trauma. I mean, Night of the Creeps, it's like the one that got away type thing, and like, I mean, Halloween 3, he's just nothing but damage, yeah. I'd say the fog is probably his most undamaged role.
0: Yeah, probably yeah. That's when he's hit on Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll go with. I guess I'll go with Bruce Campbell just because, like, this was early for him, and like, this was him doing something else aside from Evil Dead, which I love Evil Dead, but like, it's nice to see him doing something with a little bit more meat on the bones, so to speak. So. Mm-hmm. Slight edge out to him, but though Tom Atkins is also really great in this. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I love Tom. I love Tom Atkins. I really do. Um, and he's just always good. I, I mean, because this, this, like you said, this is come. This comes after Halloween three. This comes after um, Night of the Creeps. Heck, it's the same. It, it comes after Lethal Weapon. Even when he appeared in Lethal Weapon, so. Um, He just has this grit to him that it's unmistakable. Um, And I just give him the bit of the edge over um, Bruce Campbell. Because Bruce Campbell is so baby-faced in this one. He's so new. I mean, he's obviously got his genre B actor hat on already, already. Because... He is really because Bruce Campbell is really great in this film, but it's just yeah. something about Tom Adkins, and it's sadly shocking when he goes flying out that window.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought for a second, oh, maybe because this is a movie, he's gonna he's gonna get back up somehow, and he's gonna just be in the hospital or something. But that's an
2: eight-story drop, though.
1: Yeah, no, it was too much for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now even Tom Adkins survive the eight story. No. Oh, unless Tom Atkins had come back as Maniac Cop in the second film, oh, that'd man. be cool. Yeah. I don't even know if that would be it would be possible because I don't. I don't think I could ever watch a movie and be like that scared of Tom Atkins. He's like a very safe figure in movies to me a lot of the time. So I think if Tom Atkins came back as Maniac Cop, I'd be like, oh man, I'm on Maniac Cop's side this time, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, aside from the stepfather in um creep show i can't oh, right. i there's really not a villainous role that i can really mm. like a horror villainous role that i'm like
0: i think he was in Escape from new york and i think maybe that was was he the villain in that or kind of like the villain
2: yeah uh, he was remy in that one i forget what it is
0: I feel like he might have been a, bit, a villain in that, but then again, everyone was the villain in that movie. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Isaac Hayes, and you got so you got so much going on in Escape from New York.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Best kill. I put the cement facial because I like that one. So yeah, <laughs> I like
2: the aftermath of it too. Just like how, how deep that. His face is in the cement. They
0: have to like dig it out, or yeah, it out. Like, <laughs>
2: it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. And how empty are the streets when he's yeah. running away?
0: Yeah, they're pretty. Empty. Like
2: that's that's not New York.
1: Yeah, almost any shot of someone like driving around or getting killed by maniacs. There's nobody. Yeah, it's There's a ghost nobody. town. Nobody.
2: It doesn't make it like as far as what we know as the layman about New York. We feel that this this city never goes to bed. Like, there's always life going on throughout the city. So how the fuck are the streets barren mm-hmm. for these scenes?
1: That's 100%. just how much Maniac Cop kills.
2: Yeah. It's spooky. Yeah.
1: He's reducing the population of New York City.
2: <laughs> All the good people, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as, as his crippled
2: girlfriend says, you're supposed to be killing the bad people.
1: Yeah. No, sorry. Not quite. Not today. Yeah. Oh man, best kill. I mean, I I I think the cement one is pretty great. I do also like when that lady just randomly shoots the cop because it's like, <laughs> really, like you're not gonna take two seconds to at least no. check beforehand, like. Any- and the
2: squib is nuts on that cop.
1: <laughs>
2: the the because the, the squib doesn't even really line up that well. No. Like uh, okay. <laughs>
1: Right in the head, too. She gets yeah. him right between the Fucking eyes. Fucking
2: kill like, shot, man. Yeah. Kill, a panicked kill shot. Like, way yeah. to go. You, you're a marksman, lady. Yeah. <laughs> you and Liam Neeson should go on a killing spree.
0: There you go. Yeah. I mean, Liam Neeson could definitely go on. He he, he, he loves these, like, revenge movies nowadays. And, like, some of them are getting really bad. And it's just like, dude, <laughs> I think you should just retire. Like, just done. Done. not
1: <laughs> He's found his niche and he's not gonna let it go.
0: No, I mean he did appear in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that was nice. But then I was like, he also looked like he didn't know what was going on. He looked really confused. But (laughs) anyways, side tangent. Um, Dumbest decision. I would say anytime anybody in this movie is presented with evidence that the maniac cop is alive, and they're like, "Ah, he can't be. He's dead," you're like. Uh, you got evidence that points to the contrary like at least put some like effort into investigating it but they're like don't worry about it you know
2: oh the dismissiveness is insane Mm -hmm. And, and reckless and frustrating
1: yeah and like not even just of that but like Like, you brought up earlier, Steve, about Tom Atkins' character getting shit for apparently attempting suicide, and then (laughs) Bruce, Bruce Campbell gets shit for going to therapy at one point, and I'm like, don't you want your cops going to therapy? Like, I feel like that's a good thing, and maybe you shouldn't be calling them out for it, but...
0: Yeah. Well, those New York streets are mean, so... (laughs)
1: yeah and also so were the new york cops i guess
0: Uh, yeah apparently
2: well i mean that's the stereotype too right yeah
1: yeah yeah i yeah that is what's brought up
2: goes into reality
1: that that is what's brought up multiple times throughout the movie too is that police are just thugs basically who are like killing people so
2: yeah
0: okay um i think it's not a score this movie what's everyone thinking for a score?
2: Uh, let's go let's let Taylor go first on this. One. Oh
1: no, I was going to let you guys go first. Uh I don't know. I'm not sure if this is necessarily one that I would like go back to frequently. Um even though it does have its moments. Um like I I I might go like I don't know if I want to give it like a 6 like a 6 feels too low. So I might go with 7. I think I'm going to uh, go with 6.5. I'm going to go with 6.5
2: i'm gonna rock an eight on this one it's just like a lot of fun to watch it's it's gritty genre stuff um tom adkins is so much fun even if he's not gonna stick around for the whole time um and yeah a lot of those a lot of those uh before the 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 reveal of robert zadar's face a lot of those the blocking shots and to keep him in the shadows and stuff are so fucking cool looking yeah um and yeah it's just a wild ride it's it would also make a really good like uh rio
1: screening i think oh 100%. Mm, honestly yeah. yes
2: yeah. yeah
0: if they were to do a double feature of both maniac cop one and two not, sign me up i'd be there yeah I'd be like yeah, maybe like time. close to three four hours but i'll be there
1: yeah i i agree with that i wouldn't maybe not rewatch this just like on my own at home but i would 100 percent go to a theater and see this with a bunch of people
0: yeah it's always funny too going like between Maniac Cup one and two where like one he's got like some scars but he still looks largely human. And then like the second movie he looks like Jason Voorhees from uh Jason Takes Manhattan, you're like, You were the water not that long, dude. I don't know why you look like that, but alright.
1: Along not... zombified by that point, I guess.
0: Yeah uh i'm as well i i do really like this movie even despite its shortcomings it's not a great movie but it's it's a fun time and like i don't know i find it uh it kind of takes what you what like maniac was and i think kind of gives it a bit more purpose it's like as much as i like maniac i kind of like maniac up more because it does feel like there's a bit more like driving force in the narrative of Maniac Cop than there is a maniac and uh yeah i i don't think it's nearly as good as Maniac Cop 2 which i think even Bill Lustig in interviews has said like Maniac Cop 2 is the best movie i've ever made And i agree i don't think i think Maniac Cop suffers a little bit from like the mystery which after you know what it is it kind of seems a little derivative and like redundant to be going through when you're rewatching it it's like okay i know that it's cordell but you're what the movie dedicates so much time to it and i think if they were to dedicate a bit more time to the kills it would make it a little bit more interesting if a rewatch whereas yeah i think if, if you're watching this for the first time like all those reveals are probably a little bit more interesting but when you're rewatching it, it's like yeah let's get to the good stuff cool well, Steve, where can people find you in the internet?
2: Yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Steeple Dead. I'm also on uh, Letterboxd under the same. I can find my website at stevestepping.ca, and I am on the shift uh, with Shane Hewitt every Thursday at 11 p.m. Pacific time, and that one's across Canada. So, find yeah. Check your local radio listings.
0: Nice. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet?
1: I am on Instagram and Twitch under the username Techronomicon. I post my reviews, or scores at least, for movies on Letterboxd for what we cover on Tremble uh, under the username Cercyanic. I have a blog that I post anything else that I am doing online or interesting. Um, blog, and I think that's it.
0: Nice. Cool. Uh well, I'm over at threeingrunneres.com. We're almost every other day. Got new content going up. And uh yeah, I'm over on Letterboxd, Fatal Koala, Film Critic Kurt on Twitter. And uh yeah, you can sometimes find me on News Talk nine eighty CKW here in Vancouver. I was on this past Friday making horror movie recommendations and did a little bit of a call in show people called in with their favorite horror movies. A lot of people love The Exorcist, and I'm like, I do too, but there's other movies out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's more to life than just The Exorcist. Um, Agreed. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm also on 6.30 Ched out Edmonton sometimes as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's I also did a Q&A screening this past week, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, I want to check out your podcast, including Trouble, so... Hey, welcome from that um oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh well, until next time where we're all going to s- like celebrate the Mania
1: cop up uh <laughs> <Copper>. <laughs> can't wait.